Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first edition of the Good To Me podcast, where I'll discuss music that are and have been good to me. My name is Chris, and I'll be the host of this podcast, and welcome to episode one. So along this journey with this podcast, I am just going to talk about the music that I love, the music who essentially have been good to me. Um, that could be anything. I'm very open when it comes to music. A lot of it's going to be hip hop and R&B, pop, anything that is chart rating and stuff like that. I come from a music background. My dad always had CDs in everywhere from the basement to the multiple cars to in the living room, dining room, bedroom. There was just CDs and cassette tapes everywhere. So I listened to a lot of the music, whether it was the older 90s, 80s, and so forth, or the early 2000s where I grew up in. So hip-hop and R&B has always been a huge staple in my life. Um, you could go back to when I was a huge fan of Bow Wow when, I first, when he first came out. That blew me away with his the rapping the swag he had at the time at the time i should say people like chris brown who came out super young athletic was able to do sing and do backflips at the same time he got little wayne and jay-z that all came out and they were the catalyst of where i am today you you can't go a whole day without me seeing my headphones in when I was at school I always had my headphones in and I was always listening to music no matter what and the older I got the more music I started to listen to the more I started to open my horizons and I want to go ahead and share those with you guys there's there's so much music man there's so much music that comes out that people you know don't see because there's like I said too many music that comes out so I'm making this podcast for people who wants to listen to another opinion of a different artist and to help put on new artists that you haven't heard before so that is my goal with this podcast and I hope this succeeds so let's hop right in let's let's discuss 2022 I know Currently, it is 2023, and a lot of people are anticipating new music that's coming out, um, new new sounds, new what's going to be the cha- uh, the top charting song when it comes to the summer, all the festivals, all the concerts, all that stuff. But I personally want to talk about 2022 for a second because it was one of the best one of the best years for music in a while at least in the last five years has been one of the best music um a lot of people just delivered just delivered more than they needed to just delivered and i got a few of my favorite albums that came out of last year that i want to discuss in full um we're going to start off with one of my favorite albums of the year number one album of the year you can ask any of my friends my girlfriend you can ask anybody i always talk about this dude jid jid the forever story now a lot of people coming in to the album you know it it was as a fan of jid 
you know, I was I love the sound that he has. The the way he flows and how he switches his flows is superior in this day and age. Um, you haven't seen anything like it in quite a while. There are artists who can do it like him, but just just can't. He just has that certain sound that just makes him above the rest. So when this new album came out, of course I was excited. And boy did it deliver. We first got the first single, uh, Surround Sound, with him and 21 Savage and Baby Tate. Loved it already. Love the way the beat came in. Loved uh, the verse from Travis. My only gripe was I wish Baby Tate had a little bit more than that, what, 10, 15 seconds that she had on that song. Maybe even less. Um, but that was, we had that earlier in 2022, around January, and then we were just kind of waiting. And then finally, he said that it's going to come out. And once it came out, it blew expectations out of the water. Honestly, wish it was nominated for the best album of the year, best rap album of the year. But we'll see. So... We start off with Radar, or no, we start off with Galaxy. Excuse me, start off with Galaxy. Galaxy's great, I like the little intro. And when we get to Radar, Radar just, it just comes at you hard. There's no other way to explain it. The way he flows on it, and then the beat changes. I think there's two beat changes that happens in that song, and it just, it just goes crazy. And then you got Dance Now, which is a banger. Love that song to death. Crack Sandwich, a very good eye-opening song about how him and his family got into a fist fight and how it kind of bonded them together. And then, of course, the standout track, Cody Blue 31. It's just one of those, it's just one of those songs that if you know that feeling, you know. It's it's just magical. It's just one of those where when you listen to it, you instantly know the feelings that he's trying to give out with the old hymns coming through, the church-like vibes, and just when you listen to it, you feel home. And then with J.I.D., with him singing, which is really not bad, he's grown a lot from the singing. He did really well on it. From the swing on, swing on, and the verse afterwards, it's... It's such a beautiful song, and it's, I honestly have it as song of the year for me from last year. I, I can't, I can't speak about it enough. It is one of the best albums that came out, one of the best songs, and we still got more. We got Brother and Them with Lil Dirt, Can't Make You Change with him and Ari Lennox, with Ari with great vocals on that, with great beat as well. The Just In Time with Lil Wayne when Lil Wayne just went the fuck off. Like, he gave us prime Lil Wayne to come back on that beat. And I appreciate that from J.I.D. Like I said, if you haven't heard that album or haven't heard of him at all, I suggest you go and listen to his catalog and that album. He's one of the best rappers that's coming out. And I expect this year to be a big year for him capitalizing off that album. Great for Dreamville. Great for... Uh, cold uh, camp for that just uh, unbelievable album the next album I have moving on is uh, Vince Staples Ramona Park broke my heart 
man i always like vince staples he's just a super funny dude vince staples is hilarious without him trying to be he's just really serious about it but it just comes off funny but even with him having that persona of being funny he's a really great rapper in the last couple of years he has came out with some really good art really good uh, albums because I, I came in I started listening to him super late I think the first album I listened to was FM that came out like what 2018 or something like that but after that I've been a fan of him and that and the albums that he dropped but just this album just had like a lo-fi type of a lo-fi type of album it's just super smooth yet it was a lot of deep content with this album as well of course one of the best songs that were on here when sparks flies and it's basically like just it's him describing a gun and what the one sparks fly and it's just a super chill song it's just one of those where like you just listen to it with your headphones and just bop your head with it and you just don't think you just listen and the verses are great he delivers with every with every punchline he delivers greatly on this album the magic was good Player's Way is good. Bang That is good. It's just overall a really, really solid album by Vince Staples. Of course, like, I haven't played it as much as J.I.D. when the album came out, but it's definitely been a rotation all of 2022. A lot of of the songs have been on rotation, and... It's one that I suggest people to listen to. If you're a fan of like that lo-fi type, chill-like beat, that's what you're going to get from Vince Staples. Another person I want to talk about with one of my favorite albums of 2022 is Steve Lacey now. Everybody knows Steve Lacey now. Everybody loves that everybody on TikTok really loves. I wish I knew you. Bad Habits, of course. Who can forget Bad Habits? Everybody loves Bad Habits off that album, or everybody at least on TikTok loves it and loves using this song. I personally love Amber, Mercury, Helmet, of course Bad Habit. I love Bad Habits, Sunshine with Fauché. Like, the album, this is one of my favorite R&B albums. It will, it, it was one of my top R&B albums until another R&B album came out uh, later of last year and I'll get to that in a little bit but this is one of my favorites just 10 tracks 35 minutes and 35 minutes of just absolute talent on this album he gives you non-stop content different mood swings but all of them just feel great when you listen to Steve Lacey and I'm super proud of Steve I've been, he's been part of the internet, the, the, the band, the internet for a while, their lead guitarist, and I've been seeing him since he dropped his uh, EP that he dropped a couple years ago, and seeing how his first album and everything comes through, and seeing how much he has grown as a human is crazy, not just as a person, but musically as well, is just phenomenal. Definitely, 
um, play some later on, but it's it's a a masterpiece and definitely one of those albums where it's a turning stone. Like I I I like to say that this album is like a a dangerously in love like Beyonce where her first album that came out of how that album kind of shifted her in a way or um even though it wasn't even though that was her first album but you already know what time she was on after the first album and how that album just kind of puts you in the mood of where she's gonna go with her stardom this is that album for Steve Lacey and I can't I just can't be more excited for him so now what I need to happen is I need the internet to come together. See Lacey and Gemini Rights, one of the best R&B albums that came out in 2022. Let's move on to our next one. Our next one that I have on here for my favorite albums of 2022 is Pusha T, It's Almost Dry. I've been a huge fan of Pusha T. Huge fan of Pusha T. I got into the clips late. I was like one or two when the clips were out with the grinding and everything. And then next thing I know, I started hearing Pusha T on a bunch of features on I Don't Like the Chief Keef. That's that shit I don't like. And he was on a remix of that. And ever since then, I've been a fan of his. It has it was it's been a minute since that dude dropped an album and I was very excited when I saw he was starting to put out put out singles when he put out Diet Coke which is still one of my favorite songs Diet Coke is just that song that you just listen to and just like I said before just bob your head to it it just has that beat but that's also because of Kanye with his producing which is has been great on that album but we haven't before this album. We haven't had an album from Pusha T since Daytona in 2018, which also was nominated for Best Rap Album of the Year. And now it's almost dry as nominated for Best Rap Album of the Year. And I hope he gets it, man. I hope Pusha gets it. It's an incredible album. Not that many bad songs on here. Brambleton is great. Let the Smoker Shine the Coop is great. Dreaming of the Past. Oh, the lyrics on that, the bars on that, the beat on that. The only problem was Kanye at the end, but people have bypassed that and just stuck with that first, the, the, the two and a half minutes of that song of greatness. It's, it's just one of those songs where it's just when you heard the piano and you heard the the sample you already knew what time it was and that's how I felt when I heard Dreaming of the Past the Naked Wrist with a feature from Jay-Z great Call My Bluff is great a lot of people don't care for Scrape It Off with Lil Uzi and Don Tolliver but I personally love that I love the way Pusha flows on his verse I love the Don Tolliver chorus I like the Lil Uzi verse It's it was good this all in all 12 tracks on here about also 36 minutes on here as well it's just a super great album super great rap album one of the top catalysts for rap album of the year 
and we will see in February if he gets that nod and finally gets a Grammy for one of his albums. Huge support of him. Definitely want to see him in concert soon. And I see he always makes really good energy when he's at a concert. So we're going to put that on my bucket list soon to go see this man. All right. The next one I have all my 2022 top albums of the year. Of course, you got to put K-Dot, Kendrick Lamar's, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers on here. Now, when we first heard that Kendrick was going to drop the album, it it was something that people were just waiting for it to happen. You know, it was just one of those where everybody was in, everybody was waiting for to see what Kendrick could put out. So when Kendrick dropped that album, it was one that a lot of us were really ready for, but we weren't ready for the content that was coming in for that album. It It's definitely one where there's a lot of growth that he was having in this album, and he wasn't really making this album for, you know, the charts and have a big breakout song on there. This was definitely an album that he was getting a lot of his therapeutic side out. Definitely. And a lot of his creativeness out as well. Of course, you got the bangers like N95, Rich Spirit, you know, um, Count Me Out. Great, great songs. But then you get to like Mother I'm Sober and then you get to... We cry together and father time and then this start getting deep. We cry together. I know a lot of people are kind of iffy on that because it was like showing like toxic relationships. But if you really like listen to it, it's a full out play. It's a full out theatrical experience you have of just them going back and forth, back and forth with uh, Taylor Page. And you just... It's just the way that all of that happened was beautiful. I love that part. I definitely love Father Time. I'm talking about how his daddy issues there with Samba. Um, Good, just good, deep shit. It's just really good, deep shit. And it's one of those where, like, like I said, if you listen to that album, you're not going to be listening to it for all the bangers. There's not a lot of bangers that are coming off this album, but... It's a lot of, it's a lot of growth. There's a lot of, that's a lot of healing that comes with it. There's a lot of people where I've seen where people go and talk to their therapist about their problems. I have to listen to Kendrick talk about his. It's one of those albums where, even though it's nominated for Best Rap Album of the Year, it, it should, it should get that nod because of how the topics, you don't hear that many topics being talked about in music, let alone hip-hop alone. It's very rare to talk about father issues and talk about toxic relationships and stuff like that. It's very rare. So, in the way he did it, I feel like only a Kendrick Lamar could do it. Maybe a J. Cole can pull something off like that, but Kendrick can make you think. And that album definitely had people after the first couple lessons just sit there and just be like, damn, like the experience you get is just something else. Um, that's why if you've seen his 
the Amazon Prime thing of him with his Big Steppers tour, you don't see him performing a lot of his songs off of that album. There's not a lot of songs that people can get turned up to. It's not that type of album. Definitely not. But it's definitely should get denied for best rap album of the year. Um, moving forward, we can't talk about 2022 without talking about Beyonce. When Beyonce dropped Renaissance, the Beehive went crazy. When they found out that it was going to be a house music album, everybody really loved it. So when we finally heard Break My Soul and realized what type of energy she was on, it was great. Now, of course, how every single is before the album comes out, sometimes when the album, when the single comes out, it gets plays over and over and over and over and over again to, make, to have you make you feel sick about it. But now, once the album came out and you hear Break My Soul in the midst of all the other, all the other songs that comes with it, you know, it fits like a glove in that album. But you got Alien Superstar, which is a really great song. Covet, which is blowing up like crazy on TikTok with the Covet Challenge. The Church Girl, just, what can you say about Church Girl? Just great. The Pure slash Honey, the America Has a Problem, Thick, Plastic Off the Sofa, just Beyonce, you can't miss. And I, don't, and I can safely say Beyonce hasn't missed when it comes to one of the albums. And especially having, this is her one of her first full albums since 2016. Cause I don't really count the Lion King stuff cause that was for, that's kind of like a soundtrack stuff. I don't count that at all. But the fact that you dropped that album and how it, it, it did is just great. And hearing that she's gonna probably drop two more since it's it's renaissance part one it's gonna be great definitely need to see her in concert perform these songs whether i'm there or you know it's recorded or whatever like she do her world tours definitely need to see her do cuff it live definitely need to see her do alien superstar break my soul church girl definitely so i'm excited for that I'm excited to hear more from her. I hope she drops some, some more songs in 2023. I hope another album in 2023. And there's been news that she's going to go on tour this year as well. So it's going to be great to be a beehive, to be part of that beehive. You're going to get a lot. So shout out to Beyonce, the queen who can who, who can reign, who reigns supreme of all. Um, just I'm ready for more music because that was great. Another album I want to talk about. Denzel Curry's Melt Your Eyes, See Your Future. I came to this album really late. <laughs> I came to this album really late. It came out like early, like March of 2022. And I didn't really listen to it until probably September, October. And that's when um, I learned how great this album was. And I'm mad that it took me almost half a year to listen to it and finally listen to the album all the way through. Because, of course, when the album came through, I already heard of Walkin'. I already heard Walkin'. Loved that song all, always. But then the worst comes to worst is great. Mental is great. Troubles is great. Then Ain't No Way. 
with everybody on there. It, it just, it's just wonderful. And then, of course, when he came out with the extended edition with the cold-blooded band, it just made everything ten times better. And Denzel Curry is definitely one of the MVPs of the rap game. He, since he came out with the I Am The One, The Way You Ton Ultimate, every album that he put out, every EP that he put out, has been gold and not a lot of people are talking about it and I get it understand but melt my eyes see your future it's definitely one that got the credits talking definitely got me and my friends talking of what we want more from Denzel is just that and I know seeing his album or his tour was great saw videos of that he was performing with well I can't wait to see him do that with a, like a live band doing the song like he did on the, the extended version of the album. I can't wait for that. So that's mine for Denzel Curry. Um, another person I really got into was Duke Deuce Crockstar. Um, Duke Deuce, like I said, I got into him late as well, but. I saw one of the YouTubers I watch. He recommended people to listen to Crunk Star, and man, what a turn up album! It's one of those albums you, if you're trying to get drunk as fuck or you're trying to get turn up, you put that whole album on because from top to bottom, it's nothing but bangers, nothing but thrashing head turn the fuck up, and especially with the song "Just Say That" with Glorilla on there. Man, it's just say that. It's one of the best, one of my top rap songs of 2022 as well. It just it just flows well. The beat is crazy. The, the piano with it is great. The verse from Glorilla is great. And he should definitely get credit for putting Memphis back on the map. And then he came out with Memphis Massacre 3 that came out later last year as well. And he put people on like the girl Glockiana with Riverside. Great song. Fuck you, bitch. I'm for Riverside. Hope that that alone like that. Even if you're not from Riverside, that is just something that just get just get in your groove, man. It's just you just want to scream that for the heavens. Just fuck you, bitch. I'm for Riverside. Ho. Like that. That's great. I love Duke Deuce. I love what he's doing. I'm excited to see what he's going to do in 2023. Very excited. And now, the last album I want to talk about was a surpriser for me. And it goes by Durand Bernard, and the album is Wanderlust. Now, like I said earlier, when Steve Lacey dropped Gemini Rights, that was going to be R&B album of the year for me. But then... Duran Bernard came out with Wanderlust and took Steve Lacey's spot. It's not even a competition at this point. And I heard of Duran Bernard. I watched some videos of him doing interviews. Love how he is on Twitter. He's super openly gay, but I love I love every minute of him and how extra he is. But I also love his the way he sings. He can he can be a tenor and sing super low and yet in the same track and sing really high 
and it's it's amazing especially on a song leveled which is arguably one of my favorite r&b songs of the entire 2022 level it it shows both the ranges of how low he can get and how high he can get and i love the instrumentation on this album there's not many you know in the studio making beats it's a lot of instrumentation which if you know me i love instrumentation no matter what genre you're in if i hear a good bass key a good real live drum you know it's some good shit even if you haven't live if you can even change and have that live that's a win for me but footprints leveled destination the journey ain't shit but the destination is lit that's been my motto all 2022 and now in 2023 the journey ain't shit but the destination is lit that is a great motto of course you got mango butter i'm a bad bitch and i'm that nigga at the same time of course that went crazy over on tiktok and online and then high with devin tracy and intermission it's just one of those it's one of those albums where if you really like r&b or you want to get an r&b or if you're one of those people that said r&b is dead and you want people to be like who is in the r&b game that's killing it right now especially men durand benar i'll say it again durand benar is that dude and I can't wait for what he has in store for the next coming year. I hope there is. I, lo- I hope he drops at least a single. He probably not gonna drop an album, but I hope he drops at least another single or a couple features. He's amazing. I-, I love, I love that album so much. I think, honestly, if it wasn't for JID dropping the Forever Story, I think, I think Duran Bernard's wanderlust will be my number one album of the year the way i play this album back and forth back and forth because this shit's funky this shit is for the soul (laughs) and i know i'm like i feel like i'm being a dead horse but i just can't i can't express enough how great this rb album is and i hope people listen to it and i hope people become fans of it and i hope uh he gets more people that comes to his concerts for it and of course there's a bunch of other people i haven't even talked about i know kaylani with that album she came out was great um i know dj drama had a crazy year with a bunch of mixtapes as well it's it's been a lot of people that dropped this year that our last years were great and just some honorable mentions where we got armani uh, caesar part of the Griselda group with her grimy beats but her smooth talking lyrics great West Side Gun of course who can't love West Side Gun Smino's album was fantastic and then for people that like pop the 1975 came out with an album that's actually really good Nas came out with a really great album with King Disease 3 not one of my favorites not one of my best King Disease. I personally like King Disease 2 more than King Disease 3, but it's still a Nas and Hit Boy collab, and you never get a bad album when you compare those two together. Danger Mouse and Black Thought, I finally listened to that before the end of the year. Great album, Black Thought killed it. The MF Doom feature was surprising and really well. 
RIP to MF Doom. And of course, SZA, who now I believe has the number one album in the country right now. Shout out to her. Album was great. Um, I'm a person who who says Control is better than this album, but there are some bangers on here. Kill Bill, Gone Girl, of course, Shirt, Used with Don Tolliver. Those are really good. And then last one I want to talk about is Absol, who came out with an album like about a week before the end of the year. And it's it's a great album. Um, I definitely need to listen to it probably again, but I definitely want to listen to it and not have that album just sit on the wayside because how a lot of how a lot how a lot of the years work when you drop something early in the year it gets super lost in the track. That's how I lost uh, Denzel Curry's "Melt Your Eyes, See Your Future." But if you post if you post an album before the end of the year, it kind of gets lost as well because everybody's doing their best of 2022. And your album probably won't be talked about because everybody's listening to the albums and the songs they had on their playlist from either the Spotify wrap up or whatever. So I hope people can listen to Absol since the wrap up is over. Um, And yeah, there's a lot of music and I'm excited for 2023. I'm excited to talk to you guys about the songs that are coming out the albums that are coming out and just different topics of music of what's good to me and I hope you guys be able to share this amongst your friends and tag me on Instagram it's at ChrisDS2 or Twitter uh, at Slayton S-L-A-T-O-N-0-1 I'm gonna get more in <laughs> I'm going to get another email in so you guys can email me your your responses or you can add me on Instagram with the responses. And also feel free to add me to listen to a new album or a new song. And I might be able to put that into the, the podcast as well to talk about it. This has been the first of hopefully many episodes of the Good To Me podcast. My name is Chris and I'll see you next time.